It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 79, and today we have no guest. Um, we were supposed to have uh, someone join us. There's been a scheduling conflict. He couldn't join us, uh, but we, we don't want to say who it is because we're not going to throw anybody under the bus. Yeah, here. we don't do that. We don't do that here, so we'll just talk big league stuff here and, and do that. Double, double A Frisco, the I've Frisco heard of Rough Riders. They are uh, going to be with us all season. Uh, they're going to sponsor the guest segment. Um which is awful nice of them. And, um, you know, we're going to see our Rangers Today stuff out at, out at, uh, out at Ryder Field. And, yep. And you may see us out there on occasion. And, Absolutely. I've been uh, out there a couple times. You're going to go out this year? Yeah, but maybe a little something a little more formal. We haven't ironed out all the details yet, but um, something we both want. We think we can both help each other uh, help our businesses grow. And I know a lot of people who follow the minor leagues uh, follow this show. I mean, you know, we get uh, – uh, between Apple and Spotify and, and then our YouTube channel. I mean, we're, we're getting between 2,500 and 4,000 views or listens a week. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, it's, it's, it's good, but we want more. And then, and, you know, Frisco, which is always one of the leaders in attendance in minor league baseball, uh, they, they want more too. Yeah. And, and they've got such a great fun team to watch this year. So it, it'll be, it'll be fun. And, uh, we're going to see some, uh, Frisco logos on this uh, episode. Uh, yeah, and and we'll we'll mention them uh, before every episode and 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 talk about what what they've got going on. And uh, we'll do that we'll do that when we finish up here. But uh, yeah, um, good stuff happening for 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 us and for Frisco. And and to go along with it, this is a good team, <laughs> right? I mean this this is the best minor league baseball team. In baseball, according to Jim Callis, That's with right. the most talent. And uh, I think there's like seven or six in the top ten of Rangers. Top ten uh, yeah, are on the, my head. It's, it's a big number. Something like that. <laughs> at least five, I know, yeah. of the top ten prospects are playing at Frisco. So that's really cool. Jonah joining us is really cool, too. Um, but uh, that that's really neat for them to come on board and, and, and do that. Um, yeah. Listen, so um, we got to talk about the big league team. A couple of things have happened. First of all, they're seven and five. They are in first place. You know what? You and I have done this show for two and a half years, and for the first time, except for opening day, yeah. which nope, it wasn't because the opening days they've lost the last couple of years until this year. Yeah. We are saying they're in first place. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's they're tied it's, for first place. Tied for first, and yeah, it's not hey, opening day. That's right. Yeah, so they're they're seven and five. They're six and four in their last ten. They did lose the last game of the Kansas City series, mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't the greatest outing for Evaldi. And then talking to him afterwards, I mean, you know, he, look, his stuff was there. He just he he talked about mistakes he made, and and that's going to happen. But uh, he's very accountable. 
Yeah, he, he very much is. Yeah. Uh, stood, did it, did his uh, talk to us after the game in the media room and sat down and took every question and wasn't afraid to to face it. Didn't yeah. blame. Look, there were a couple of bad luck things. There, one should have been maybe called an error on Josh Young. He said, "You know what? If I make the right pitch there, yeah. you know, he he doesn't. He's not going to throw a teammate under the bus. Right? He's not going to do it." But before we get into to the team and how they're playing, let's talk about the bigger news for the big league level. Um, we're going to be without the 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 starting shortstop Corey Seager, uh, really the biggest position, the the, the highest priced position player there is. Yeah, uh, he's probably gone for four weeks with a hamstring injury. Josh Smith is one name that'll fill in, but uh, yeah. that's a big loss. It is, and he, and he was their best hitter at the time of the injury, and. Um, I mean, was he's, he's was probably, running a double out, maybe yeah. a triple. <laughs> he's probably. I mean, he's their best hitter. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's a tough one um, for sure. It's good that it's happened early. Yeah. Um, you know, they may, maybe that tells them it's early enough. Maybe they decide to take a little extra time. You know, we. I, I think when you in Rangers history, you think of superstar players who get hurt, and it's you know Michael Young and Adrian Beltre who You're are trying just, to get them back tough as nails and did whatever it took to come back. They played hurt. They played with pain. I'm not saying Corey Seager is not like that, but that's kind of the, I think that's the benchmark in, in Rangers players' minds. And um, you you hope that he is. I'm sure he's doing everything he can to to get back as soon as he can uh, as far as uh, getting treatment and, and all, all the things that you, that whatever, whatever it is they do. But yeah, that, that lineup looks a lot different without him in it and, uh, you know, Josh Smith batted second against the Royals in the in the first game Wednesday. Um, I, I don't I don't know that that might that spot might have some different guys in and out of it. Um, but Bruce Bochy is also a big believer in putting guys in one spot and letting them letting them try it out and let letting them know that every day when they show up they're batting second or they're batting ninth or right. wherever and they don't have to worry about it. You know, they they get into a routine. They understand what their role is that day. So. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, Strangely enough, with him out, the 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 best hitter on the team right now is either low or maybe young. Yeah, yeah, he, and he's having a good season. You know, and if you want, if you're a believer that you want your best players to get the most at bats, then I would move Josh Young up um, to number two. It, yeah, and and um, maybe put Smith down at seven or eight. Somewhere yeah, down yeah, there. maybe. Um, Not but, that he couldn't. Look, he's a yeah. quick. Quick, uh, he's a good, he he puts good at bats together. Sure. He, he's not up there sure. hacking, right? No, that that is the well, that is one good quality. Um, uh, and you know, and I guess another possibility to be is there a leadoff guy, and I don't know that there is. You know, and move Simeon down a spot. Um, I don't really know that there is. You know, I I, I think Leody Tavares could be one day, but I don't think he is right now. So, uh, but again, it is early in the season. And and we're Tavares talking. struck out three times the night yeah, I was well, there, so it, it, it happens. Just, he had a grand slam the day before in Triple A, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then gets there. But look, this it, he's he is behind. Um, it may take a little bit. You can't throw him under the bus the first week while he's trying to get timing down and all of that stuff. But he would not be here were there not the injury, right? Uh, to go ahead yeah. and bring him up and just say yeah. let's let's get his at bats here. Right. Uh, you know, he's yeah, going it's, to, it's, it's defensively, it's better to get him out in the outfield. We, we need defense right now. If runs are going to be at a, at a minimum right now, we've got to be playing some good defense. Yeah. That's, that's probably their thinking on that. And, um, you know, they don't have a lot of 40 man choices No, and, and that's, that's kind of the, the blessing and the curse, I guess would be the curse of having the, the good season is, or the good farm system is, you know, you add these guys and protect them for, for the 40 man. Right. 
but they're not experienced. You know, Dustin Harris, not ready to come up. Uh, uh, Luis Angel Acuna, not ready. Nope. John Ornelas, not ready. Sam Huff is probably the most ready, but they want him to keep catching every day and developing because they're going to have a, you know, ne- next year, depending on what happens with Mitch Garver, who's also on the injured list right now, um, you know, Sam Huff should be on the team. Yeah. And, and or yeah, if they don't playing res- in the big league somewhere. Or if, yeah, if they don't re-sign um, Garver, who would be a free agent after this year, um, Huff is, is will be out of options next year. So that that is another reason that he'll be somewhere in the majors, probably with the Rangers. But if they if they're grooming him for 2024, then that's the right move. You know, keeping him down there and having him having him get uh, every day at bats, but also continue catching and getting better behind the plate. Yeah, so, exactly. Anyway, but yeah, so I mentioned Garver. He's on the injured list. Uh, I've seen him around the clubhouse. He doesn't have an e-brace on. He's not limping. Uh, I just wonder if he, you know, if, if look, he hadn't played since July. He hadn't caught since May. Right. If just some soreness, general soreness caught up with him, and they just wanted to pinpoint a body spot. You know, that yeah. was hurting the most. Well, they said he was running between first and second. He tried to stop for a ball that was coming through and maybe tweak <sighs> yeah. something. But he was like, hey, look, I was a little sore the next day. I mean, talking to him at his at, yeah. his, at his locker there, and he was like, um, you know, people were saying, when do you think you'll be back? And he was like, how many days am I into this? You know, yeah. I mean, he's kind of like, whenever the 10 days is up, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I just, you know, I understand why they did it. And, yeah. you know, they – Probably didn't want to put me behind the plate or something, you know, kind of in that situation. Um, the, the, there's downside um, that happens in any organization. The Corey Seager thing's obviously one. The other one is a guy we like really, we really do like, and I really like this guy. Um, he got demoted, and that's Taylor Hearn. Yeah. Um, who has, did, did not have the greatest spring. No. He didn't. One of the best guys will talk to you all the time, but uh, yeah. he is going to go try to figure out things in AAA. Yeah, you know, he he didn't have a good spring, and and, and as the spring wore on, they're down to the last week to ten days. I I, I started to wonder, and I, some other writers did too. Is Taylor Hearn going to make the team? Yeah, because um, he wasn't very good, and then um, there were other guys who had had pitched better. Frankly, uh, yeah. Now Taylor's uh, what in his second year of arbitration, I think. Uh, so he's getting paid a little bit more. He is big. He's talented. Uh, he's a, a good guy to have on Throws the team. Hard. Yeah, he's in the mid to upper nineties. Yeah, and when when he's when he's good, he's really really good. Yeah, just he hasn't been there yet. And I, I kind of thought back on him. You know, in twenty twenty, everybody thought he was going to make the opening day roster. I know it was the COVID season, but everybody thought he was going to make it, and he didn't because he was kind of having the same problems that he's having now. He's he's not in the strike, not commanding the strike zone enough. And um, he threw a lot of strikes the other night against the Royals and they hit him all over the place. So, you know, there's a difference between throwing strikes and throwing quality strikes. And right. he's not necessarily doing that right now. Um, but the, st- I mean, the stuff's there, uh, the delivery, the reach, the, or the extension, you know, it, it, the package is there, just has to get uh, wrapped up a little bit neater. And, you know, he got sent down last year after the rotation thing uh, didn't work out. Um, it, he'll be back. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. It's just we got right a left-handed th- pitcher that throws that hard. Yeah, the more than but, but, but keep in mind too. I mean, the Rangers aren't developing in the major leagues anymore. The Rangers are trying to win exactly, and he's he's not able to help them do that right now. 
the way okay, he's throwing. So you're making the prediction. Guys, you, you got to know he's making the prediction before tonight, <coughs> which is Friday. That's right. This is Friday morning. The Houston series is tonight. When you see this, this series is probably uh, over. Yeah. Uh, our producer is out of town. We don't know how much he'll get done this weekend. Uh, but but he's going to be out of town this weekend. So, you know, we, we understand. You're going to go travel and see some family yeah. uh, and do that. So who do you predict? Uh, Joe Barlow. Okay, all right. I, I That's who I kind of thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of look at the game Thursday night in Round Rock, and four of the guys who are potential candidates, they all pitched, including John King, who went, I think, two and two-thirds or two and a third, uh, uh, and and uh, Yuri Rodriguez, who's also on the 40-man pitched. Uh, so did uh, uh, Zach Littell, or Zach Littrell, sorry, and and uh, Dominic Leone. Um or non non roster guys, but are kind of veteran guys who who've been in the major leagues and know how to pitch. Um, so that leaves Josh Spores, who is on the forty man, and he's on the injury list now, but he's out of options. and And I don't know. I know he's made what, at least is- one rehab outing, and it was, and it was decent. But you know, do you keep him there and and try to keep him off the radar? So maybe you sneak him through the waivers. I don't know. But I mean, Joe Barlow. When he was sent, when he was sent down at the end of camp, a move that surprised a lot of us. You know, his velocity had been down all spring. Yeah, ninety two to ninety three. And but he had started a throwing program, let's say that last week, and had seen an uptick in velocity. And basically, the way it felt to me was this is like a a rehab assignment. It wasn't okay. him being demoted because he had decent numbers, but it was him being sent down to build up his arm strength. And then once it was there, he'd get called up. And I think maybe just judging by the results, again, it's two scoreless outings so far this season. Um, but he's that, hitting mid to upper uh, maybe 90s that, again. Maybe that velocity's back and uh, he'd be more effective. Because so, this is a guy that sits close uh, to 100. Well, he, he can throw that he can throw that hard, but nine, you see a lot of 95s and 96s from him, which – is it you know? It's only two or three miles an hour, but it's a big difference. And well, and let's be really honest: you can throw ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, but if your ball isn't doing something, whether it's spinning good, moving yeah. a little bit, yeah. or something, Taylor Hearn throw ninety six miles an hour, but if it's straight down the pipe and it's not moving, and it's easier to put a barrel on. Yeah, uh, and and that's what happens. That, that big league hitters hit anywhere from ninety to hundred miles an hour. They're used to it. I mean, Jason. Uh, uh, Jacob Degrom gave up seven, seven hits the other night. Yep, you know, and and he was throwing 100 miles an hour. Exactly, these guys they can shorten their swings. They can do a lot of stuff and get the get the bat on the ball if it's not well placed or if it's in the strike zone. And that's that's kind of a curse of a guy who throws a lot of strikes like Degrom and and, and, right. and Nathan Evaldi. You're going to get hit. I yeah, mean, Greg Maddox never threw a no hitter. No, and, and yeah, so and he was always around the strike zone. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's a lot better to be ahead of hitters. Right. Right. Than to be behind. Hitters. Sure. And, and Ask make them, Cole make them, <laughs> make them earn their way on base. Exactly. You know? And so anyway, uh, it, I think Joe Barlow will replace Taylor Hearn. And I would say if I had a, another guess, I would say John King, they can rest him today. You know, they can get, a, they could get away without using him for a game or two in the Astro series. Right. And then he's I a would, left-hander. And then I'd say Josh Spores 
um, who is playing, I, I like to call it the uh, DFA jiu-jitsu, well, how he yeah. has not been DFA. What is it they see in him? No no offense, he throws hard. Yeah. He can hover around the strike zone. He was picked up off of a waiver from the Dodgers when, when the Rangers took him. Yeah. And I, I've just been amazed that he's hung on, They, you know, ways that he's gone through it. They see something, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, 98 with, you know, and, and it, it's – it's good stuff. It's just when he's, it's working. he's never he's he's he doesn't have a great relationship with the strike zone. Yes, and um, you know I don't that I don't is know, a problem. I don't know if at this point it's going to happen. I'm sure at some point it will. But uh, look, I mean the Rangers are in a position where they can't wait on guys anymore. No. You know, if this is last year, he might be on the roster. So so they'll DFA. Um, he'll go to. Tampa Bay and be another Jeffrey <laughs> yeah, Springs, yeah. and he'll turn into a, a fifth starter uh, who has a, a you know Fairbanks and then yeah you know but um, yeah I don't I don't know but it could be him but I, I'd say Barlow Barlow is probably the likely choice and a friend of the show we like Barlow yeah we do and we all do. his brothers and sisters we like all of you that's right all and there are the a ten, ton of the, you and if all of you will follow oh we like mom and dad too yes absolutely if all of y'all will go follow and subscribe right now we would be above 2,000 followers <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Barlows out there yeah uh, what else at the big league level I mean yeah. Houston series important they're hurt we're hurt yeah but it's still interesting um, kind of I don't know barometer yeah uh, i mean the astros are still the team to beat in the division um defending world champions and and the rangers just just cannot win there you know no, they, it's been <laughs> a, it's been a problem yeah. for two or three years now um it's it's been a, a horror show down there and um i've got a buddy at my church is a huge astro fan that it is time for me to give him some crap uh, so you know the rangers need to do something here yeah well i'll be interested you know martine uh, Perez had the shutout there last May. Um, John Gray is, is, has been good this year. Never, never satisfied with his performance. And then uh, Andrew Heaney, what he did last time, you know, the, the nine strikeouts in a row, ten and in five innings. He's going to pitch. Uh, he's scheduled to pitch the Sunday game. Um, and uh, curious to see how how the three of them do. You know, and Martin knows how to pitch. John Gray has stuff and has a chance to be a real durable guy. And he has a lot of deception with with his delivery and um, what he does and what his fastball does. So and the way he says coming down towards the hitter, then more than opening up, which I guess is what's leaving it. Yeah, he uh, said he was drifting or something like that. I, I whatever, but he 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 seemed to he, he seemed to it figure it out well. Yeah, yeah, and I mean because he's even though the the couple of guys he walked a guy and guy uh, Bobby Witt Jr. Good lord, that kid. Had a great series. Uh, but Witt Jr. hit, you know, got that single off of him, and then then he walked a guy, but he struck out the, the three hitters that yeah. inning before his, you know, the last two going into the next right, few innings right. when he went nine in a row, which was just hysterical sitting there. I was like, it's another one. What the heck's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this guy is crazy. Um, anything else? No. You know, I think we're doing good on, on – uh, I think we've covered it. I think we covered everything. It's still early, you know. Yeah. But the the Rangers do have some uh, do have uh, a couple obstacles, but they also have uh, some really good starting pitching. So um, you know, pitching was always going to carry this team. So it, especially so now that that Corey Seager is out for for a mu- uh, at least a month. You know, it could be a little longer, but um, we'll 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 see how we'll see if this team is indeed built to win with with starting pitching. Okay. So there you have it. 
right, guys. Well, that's our big league stuff right there. Next time when we come back right after this, let's go down in the bus leagues and talk about uh, talk about the minor leagues. Let's do it. The Frisco Rough Riders returned home from San Antonio on Tuesday night for a six-game homestand. If I'm not mistaken, that is a Jack Leiter night. Uh, Thursday, the 20th, is Bark in the Park. And Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, Friday, the 21st, KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship night. You get a golf towel. It's also a Frisco ISD night, and there's fireworks. Uh, Saturday, Girl Power Night with a pregame Women Who Lead panel. Girl Scout night, and then kids run the bases after the game. And then Sunday, 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 Kids Sunday Fun Day, which is always a good time for the kids. Tickets available. Go over to MILB.com, find Frisco, and, and go to town. Okay, guys, it's time to go down in the bus leagues once again. Brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders yeah. once again. Now, speaking of the Frisco Rough Riders, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. We're going to talk about every level uh, of the bus leagues, where that's at, and a couple of pl- players on each one. Mm-hmm. Now, Down East and Hickory have not played. They've had a lot of rain up there. So you yeah. go to Down East first. If you don't know the levels, guys, there's low A, high A, double A here in Frisco, right here close, and then triple A that's to the minor leagues. We're just reminding you of that. I know a lot of you that watch this know that, but for those that don't, want to bring it up. Down East Wood Ducks, they are the uh, low A team. A lot of the baby kids that are just first getting here are there. Uh, They're three and one. They've won three in a row. Um, Really down there, probably the big name's Brock Porter. Yeah, yeah, and his his, uh, professional debut didn't go great. You know, he threw 32 pitches, only 12 strikes. I think he walked four, only got one out, but... um, you know, it might have been some nerves. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to put myself in there. haven't talked to him. Um, but I'm sure he was amped up. You know, it was the first, sure. time, he, it was the first time he pitched since June or whatever it was. Right. His, his high school state championship game. Uh, so I wouldn't worry about that. But uh, to to your point about young guys, he's one of them, obviously. But um, I think there was something I saw. I, I don't remember if it was Baseball America or MLB Pipeline, the youngest players in each league. And I think down east – has three of the top ten in the Carolina League that are eighteen. Youngest, or three yeah. of the top ten youngest guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, their emphasis on young. But Ian Muller's back. Cam Colley's back. Uh, expect them to be better this year. So, um, yeah, you know, that's that's always a a roller coaster ride with that team. Yep. Especially especially when the summer hits and maybe some of the Arizona kids get moved up or some of the draftees get get to go out. Right. Uh, things things can go south. Not south, but, you know, they can hit a, a, a roadblock like they did kind of last year. Yeah, absolutely. And then when you go to high A, high A is kind of a big deal right now because of one particular guy who started there and looked outstanding. Uh, high A is uh, they play in the South Atlantic League, um, and that's the Hickory Crawdads. Uh, and we got to talk about Rocker, who did not – I wonder if he was going to start double A. Um, he did not, and looks like – Maybe double um, A might have been something he could have done because he looked pretty dominant. <laughs> well, yeah, you know it's it's uh, it, it it was dominant. You know, five scoreless, two hits, eight strikeouts, no walks. Uh, he did it in fifty three pitches. Yeah, you know, this is a guy who is is going to challenge you. He throws a lot of strikes, and um, you know that's something that a lot of guys could not going to name any names, but it's a lesson that a lot of guys it, it help if it rubbed off. <laughs> on them um but you know there are a lot of strike flo- throwers in that hickory rotation uh mitch bratt is is one of them right you know, and and he's a, a premium strike thrower too uh, what, a, what a great rotation that that they have there you know they're heavy on arms not really on bats um 
uh, you know, Cody Freeman, uh, Osuna are there. Um, you know, a lot of guys, again, what, they've had four games. I think they've had nearly as many rainouts as, they, as they've had games. Yeah. And uh, some so weather, they're, they're, weather uh, issues there. Um, going to be playing a lot of double headers down east too. And uh, but you know these guys when they get their at bats, they'll they'll start getting acclimated and everything will pick up. I mean, you don't really look at the results this early. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of there, there's not a lot of outstanding numbers on the as far as the bats go yeah. right now. But that seriously, they got to get into the season, get comfortable, get going. Some of them, this is really the first time they're going to play this. Biggest schedule every yeah. night. There's basically yeah. a game, except Monday nights. Got to go to Double A. This is the most talented team in all of minor league baseball, according to Jim uh, Jim, Jim Callis. Callis. Yeah, um, they are two and three starting the season. They've only played seven games. They did win last night. Two and, um, two and three is five. Yeah, you said seven. <laughs> That's, yeah, I am not a math whiz. Okay, let me hit my calculator. I'm going to double check that. Yeah, 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 right. No, they're two and three um, to start the season. I uh, went out there and saw them the first couple of nights. Uh, I tell you, who's looked good is is Owen White, who uh, last night did he? He ended up giving up one hit last night, but he's pitched like four eight, and a third. Yeah, he's pitched eight total scoreless innings or seven and a third scoreless innings. Uh, so far, uh, Jack Leiter had a better start the other night, four and a third. I think he gave up one run. Uh, yeah. Still a little bit with the walks. Needs yeah, to get that Still back. a little inefficient through, through I think it was 42, 40, or 90 pitches, 42 strikes. So, or I'm sorry, 48 strikes. So, it's encouraging it, to see yeah. him do better, but it's not the Jack Leiter we're expecting or wanting to see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's still early for them, too. And, right. Uh, yeah. uh, but, but, you know, Again, a, a real talented rotation, and um, TK Roby's in it. Ryan Garcia, who made his Double A debut, the reason Tuesday night, yeah, yeah. and and he is the reason that they, <laughs> yeah, sent. that's what I was told. And uh, you know, Ryan is twenty five. You know, he was he was a college junior when he was selected, and he went through some injuries. So he's from the Josh Young draft. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Davis Wenzel too. Yeah, yeah. those those are the first three picks: Young Wenzel, uh, Garcia. Yeah. Um, so. But it's good to see, you know, good kid, always too. been through such a nice guy. Um, so uh, definitely a guy to, to keep an eye on. He had, he was just, everybody raved about him this spring. Yep. And and so he's, he's definitely up to the task. Uh, uh, it looks like Evan Carter's up to the task. Yeah, let me tell you what, I had a funny, I've been, I've been tweeting about him and what he's been doing, and, and somebody tweeted me back, and it was pretty funny. Death, taxes, and Evan Carter and multiple RBIs. Because <laughs> this well, kid is, he's hitting 357, I think, right I now. I think it's higher than that now. He, he might be. Or 348, a, maybe. He's got a, a over 1,200 OPS. He hit a triple last night. He hit two home runs the night before. Um, you know, no, he's not coming to the big leagues right now. But yeah. I'm telling you, I've said that's a sleeper got to watch that might get to the big leagues. Um, that's obviously a CY situation that he'll make that choice. But I think Bochi has a, an ear to the – I mean, let's look at, at the big leagues. If, if this continues for two months at AA and this guy's putting up 1,400 OPS, 1,200, if he has 12 – home runs 10 home runs yeah uh, and you look he could use some weight he is you know he's got good 20 pounds that he could put on there to make it better but that's a guy that that could is, is legitimately in this whole organization top to bottom might be one of the three best outfielders yeah he he might be uh you know i, I still think he's got to go through all the steps yeah i don't you know he'd have to go to triple a i i i just think um 
Could he get a quick promotion, say a month and a half from now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if he if he has a nine fifty OPS yeah. after two months, and it looks like he's just toying with him, I think I think maybe he <laughs> would get promoted. So, um, but we'll see. But yeah, it's a very encouraging start. Again, it's it's five games, but um, he had a great spring. So, so you're saying I'm overreact? <laughs> eh, maybe, <laughs> but but I mean, it's better than the alternative. But yes. you know, and, and some of these guys are struggling, you know, and and. Uh, but the one the one thing that they are doing is they are getting on base. You know, Dustin Harris is batting two hundred, but he walked three times Thursday night. So, yeah. um, so JC is hitting about two fifty, but yeah. he's he's and, he's and, looked good, but he's taking pitches too. Trevor Hover is is of that same mold. And again, when Aaron Zavala gets back, he's going to be um, that's the guy. Another, I mean, another another guy who just knows the strike zone like Carter, yeah. like Harris, like like Hover, and just makes makes so, guys work. So I was watching, and like we said earlier, it's Friday, guys. So I was watching it last night. We said it earlier in the show. So um, when you're watching this, the Houston series may already be over. But uh, like I said last night, I was watching on uh, my MILB app. I was watching the double-A game. Uh, Carter struck out looking the first the first at bat, got a full count, and took a outside corner. They called it a strike. It did not look like a strike. Yeah. And he actually said something. I mean, this is one of the sweetest kids in the world. But he actually looked at the ump and said something on his way back to the dugout. Yeah. Um, he was not pleased. And that that's that kid has got that good an eye that he right. felt, you missed that call. Yeah, no, I saw it happen in a minor league game later. I think it was the last day we were in spring training. It was like a star-studded day Yeah, of, of guys, you know, Rocker was on one field, Cole Wynn and Sam Huff. Dustin Harris and Carter were in the AAA game, and right. um, Carter got rung up, and he looked back at the up, and he just said, "That's not a strike." Yeah, you know, <laughs> there, there are certain headers you just trust. And, you know. I think that's what his mouth said. That's not a strike. You yeah. missed that, or something to that effect. But he turned around, walked right back to the dugout. But yeah. I like that. I mean, I you know, he didn't throw a fit, didn't do anything like that. I don't think that's like, in his nature. No, I don't no. think so either. <laughs> uh, but you know, I was out at uh, uh, Frisco and uh, talked to him. Uh, Couple nights the opening weekend. His wife's here. They're in uh, town with yeah. the dog. Um, saw her. Finally saw her. Cute, cute girl. He's got a nice, uh, a pretty wife there. Um, good young couple. I always like that. I think yeah. that's hysterical to uh, how young they are. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, she was there. But uh, Frisco, man, I- I'm telling you. And, and look, it's not just because Frisco's partnered up with us, guys. You you need to go out. Yeah, that is a. You're going to watch Major League Baseball players playing baseball. There, there are guys on that. They're up and down that lineup that are going to be Major League Baseball players. And the Texas League has some good players too. Absolutely, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's a it's a good one to. Well, to, Double to watch. A is really where top prospects end up. They if they do go to Triple A, it's usually because they're blocked, yeah. and they get to Triple A and just sit there because they're blocked at the big league sure. level. But your talent goes to Double A. That's where they really start facing. Uh, you just look at last year. You know the. In the last two years, you know, Julio Rodriguez was there a couple of years ago. And yeah. uh, last year, all those Cardinals prospects were knocking on the door or in the majors now. And, and Corbin Carroll, you know, yeah. who's with the Diamondbacks now, he's, he's, he was in double A last year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, so that's, that's the caliber of player you're getting. And uh, you're getting, you're seeing them young, but it's a cheap ticket. Yeah, you get out there, you'll see some uh, Rangers Today baseball podcast things showing up out <laughs> there because they are doing some partnership with us. We already talked about that earlier, um, but uh, and I'm not just saying that because of that. There's some good baseball yeah. played there, yeah. and it's a fun team to watch. And they are going to be a good, talented team. They can score runs. They have top pitching prospects there. But we got to go to Round Rock. That's yeah. the that's the level right below the major leagues, Triple A. They're seven and four. So 
seven and three in their last ten. They have played ten games, so we could, could yeah. Do that. Well, they they did start earlier, so, you know, right? They, they started the Friday night after the Rangers the day started. After, yeah, yeah, the, the Rangers day. started. Uh, nothing outstanding at the plate. Nobody's really stepped up and putting up huge numbers <laughs> uh, yet. Yeah, well, Julio, Pablo, Rodriguez, JP, or yes, not, well, not yeah. Rodriguez, Martinez. You forget sorry. about him because he's what he's twenty seven and he's yeah, he's J- been here. JP, for, um, Cuban defector, right? Yeah, I enjoyed talking to him last year in Frisco. Um, he. Does he speak he, good English? No, uh, he doesn't. He understood a lot of my questions, though. Uh, but he, he, um, you know, explained just everything that was going on. You know, it was it was a hard transition, yeah, for him coming to the United States. I mean, you know, it's it, the food's different. I mean, just yes, all these things, places he'd never been. Um, he got adjusted to it. You know, he had some eye issues a couple of years ago that he got straightened out. He did okay out. last year. He did real well last year. Yeah. yeah, he got promoted early or one of the first promotions at AAA. He was he was good. He's of the age. Um fast, hits for power. He does a lot of good things, you know, and and the Rangers, you know, he was the he was the consolation prize when they missed out on Shohei Otani. They had all this money left, so they went and signed him. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh he's doing well. Uh, but yeah, and like you said, the rest uh, of the lineup though has not. I mean, there's nobody hitting over 300 uh, besides him. I'll have to double check that. That might have changed the last time I had looked. Yeah, but the, he was hitting over 300. He's yeah. leading off for that team, um, and that's good for him. I mean, this is a guy that maybe he gets a call up. I mean, this is he, he, he's yeah, old enough. He's know. not on the 40 man. Right. There would have to be a corresponding move to do that. Um, but uh, you know, Wynn had a better outing last night. He still gave up three runs. Yeah, uh, but. You know, a, a scout I talked to who was there said it was really good. It's the best his fastball's been in a long time. Really? Uh, Just wasn't he, finding he the pitched, point. He pitched better than his line. And mm-hmm. and that'll happen. You know, you never know. Again, we don't see these games like we see Rangers games. Right. You don't know plays that weren't made behind him. Sure. You know? Absolutely. And and so, um, anyway, that that's encouraging to hear. And But, you know, their best pitcher has been Cody Bradford, who's yeah. pitching tonight. We don't want to jinx him, but um, – Absolutely, he's two and zero and hasn't allowed a run yet. Big and, friend and of the the show, show here, friend of the show. Yeah, his parents are friends of the show. They come yeah, up, and, yeah. Every time no. I see him, they come up and talk to me. We'll have to we'll have to get him on here soon. I told him we'd try to do it in the off season in studio, and it never happened. So um, that that'll be. But he's been really good, and and he impressed a lot of guys. And I did an informal poll of like who's impressed you the most. So like a bunch of coaches and a couple of scouts and executives, and uh, he was the first name out of Greg Maddox's mouth. Really? So if Greg Maddox is impressed with having I've heard fished, of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I talked to Mike Maddox yesterday on the off day. He, he really likes Cody, too. He sees, he sees him helping. Um, so um, that, that's, that's, that's good for him. You know, and right now, like we talked about early on when we were talking about Taylor Hearn, that bullpen's pretty good. You yeah. Know? And, and a, lot of, a lot of guys who you could mix, mix and match. So uh, we'll see what the corresponding move is later today for the Hearn Hearn move again. I think it's going to yeah. be Joe Barlow, but um, anyway, they they've got some arms in that bullpen, and that's that's probably why they're they're off to such a good start. Yep. So. All right, guys, is that it? Anything it. else before we get out of here? Big thanks to the Frisco Rough Riders for what they're doing with us. Yeah. Um, and like we said earlier in the show, there's some big things coming up for the podcast. We're going to let you guys know about that once it's official. Yeah. But until then, guys. We're going to see you at the yard. Yeah.